1: Greetings and welcome to a Monday night edition of the Shotgun Start. It is March 14th. Andy, how we doing?
0: Brendan, I'm doing great. I'm ready to talk about the Valspar. It's Valspar Week. Uh, we're we're ready to go into the snake pit. Get
1: fired up for the Copperhead course where there's snakes everywhere, snake statues. Are they gonna mixed reality snakes this week? Is that what we're get? Is this the new road we're going down with this thing every every week? <laughs> Gold um, Boy
0: could be a snake charmer this week. He could but, uh, be sitting there playing the musical instrument and, and ready Gold to Gold Boy.
1: You know, we talked about him on Friday. Gold Boy. I mean, a lot's happened since then. He became a <laughs> damn sensation. I don't know that, like, we overdid it. Us, personally, I, we tried to do it in moderation. But Gold Boy became a... I mean, an NBC leaned into it, threw him out there for us. Uh, I was worried he'd been offed and, and you know... Buried with the fishes thrown into the lake on Friday. And, and, uh, but he returned for the weekend. Tiger got involved. We'll, we'll talk about Gold Boy a little bit later. We don't need to lead with him. There's Gold Boy t-shirts, by the way. We're cutting them off. We're selling them. This is not some big profit motive thing. A member of the community, listener, made a design. He's mm-hmm. like, all right, we'll sell them. Mo- mo- we're going to cover our costs and get him some cash. We're selling them. We're shutting it down Tuesday, say like 1 Eastern. Give the West. Good. If you want a Gold Boy T-shirt, you can buy it at the Fried Egg Pro Shop um, to commemorate this insane Players Championship and and Gold Boy himself, who will live
0: on forever. Even <laughs> who knows if, never if Gold Boy will be back? But if you if you purchase this T-shirt, you'll never have to worry about forgetting about Gold Boy.
1: Yeah. All right. So that's Gold Boy. Uh, Cameron Smith is our winner of the uh, 2022 Players Championship. Wins 3.6 million of a 20 million dollar purse. Uh, a you know, it was just a really, really strange uh, players' championship. It it, um, it was, you know, amusing on Thursday. It was, you know, unfortunate on Friday. Saturday was thrilling, you know, to watch. I thought Sunday got slow. I thought Monday was pretty slow. At one point, Will Knights made a comment like, "I think everyone's just tired of this tournament," and I think there was a sort of feeling of that like early on Monday. As they're finishing round three and starting round well, four, and then I'll, it, got, it say, got a little hot.
0: I'll say that the uh, enemy army was circling at the gate, and and there looked like what some there could be some really bad outcomes of winners. You know, Keegan Bradley, Paul Casey. You know, it, it was looking ugly for for moments on uh, on on Monday there, where where it was like, oh no, Nasty
1: Munoz, <laughs> Doug Gim and Honorbound Lahiri with your final tee time, which is you know. A diverse group for sure but uh a while I, there best was, case was
0: scenario just- of the guys in the mix to have for the tour for for cam smith to come out on top I obviously agree. um I agree. you know young player that's having now uh what is without a doubt a career year uh with winning the tournament of champions in this uh into the top six in the world rankings i believe and, uh, you know, a, a player coming of age. And, and what I really appreciate about Cam Smith is a little bit different path, a little bit different game than uh, what we see out of most players in the top six. Um, so, you know, the I think that's one of the things that uh, I, I, I'm really happy about uh, with this. And, and, you know, I think with, uh, with Cam Smith, uh, something that Sean Martin talked about and my preview pod on the fried egg was interesting. He, he talked about the switch from May to March and how short game was so important in May um, because the firmness and miss greens because of firmness. This week we saw weather lead to lots of miss greens. And sure enough, one of the premier artists around the green and on the green, Cam Smith wins.
1: Yeah, I would say he's uh, he's like – Right. Of all the outcomes we were sort of staring down the barrel at in the last few hours, I felt like Cam Smith was the most proper. He's a proper golfer, proper champion, uh, proper champion for this championship, I would say. Uh, I, I feel like it worked out best for the PGA Tour. You, you have, you know, in essence, currently a top 10 player. Uh, seems like a, a, normal, a normal-ish person for, for being, you know... We've been exposed to some guys who have, have sort of flown off the rails here, Phil Mickelson being one in particular. Kevin Smith seems sort of like an, anecdote to that, an- antidote to that right now. Uh, he may have been dabbling with the Saudis as well. I'm not totally sure. He, he, his name was certainly out there. I don't know if he ever committed or not. But um, they were just asking him, like, what do you do? He's like, I mean, I don't know. I, I have no expectations of myself. Like, I go to the gym, I work out, I practice a little bit, and then I just go have a really good time the rest of the day. And I don't really have any expectations. It's like the opposite of maybe, I don't know, a, a, a JT or a Tiger, like who's like, if I don't win, like it's failure. It seems like Cam Smith, not to say he's not competitive, but he has, a, it seems like a fair, uh, I don't know, a, an endearing approach to life and to the game, at least at this particular moment. And I'd always heard... You know, that's sort of why he tailed off there for a while, right? He had that top five at Chambers Bay in yeah. U.S. Open, got a taste, got some exemptions, got some money. He's like, I mean, I just want to go back to Australia and have time with my mates, have fun. And, you know, he, and he did, and he kind of disappeared for a little bit, and now he's been back stronger than ever at majors as well. He's contending at majors. You know, this wasn't like a fluke. So, uh, a, good, a good personality to have as a champion.
0: Yeah, I I think that's uh I think one of the things that Kansas unlocked um in terms of his his golf uh you know just he's himself he's unique mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um that's unlike any he's not trying to be anybody else he and right. and I think that's really a powerful thing right he, he's figured out what's worked for him both as a golfer and a person and that's uh something that i think is very admirable about him uh he's not trying to be jt he's not looking at tiger and saying i'm gonna work like he did and try and do that he he knows this is what works for him there's a lot of balance in his life obviously he's a noted fisherman <coughs> i'm also hearing reports that he loves pickleball he's a Pickle big balls. pickleballer huge and in
1: florida it's huge everywhere it's huge everywhere go ahead. We don't And need to it just to
0: shows up. that there's a lot of ways to to skin a cat. You know, this game, nobody's solved how to play golf great all the time. Obviously Tiger it worked really well for him, but there's a lot of ways to do it and balance is one of them. Not being specialized. I imagine pickleball helps your golf game in in ways that are a little bit non-traditional. It's got a little bit of that quick twitch. He's picked up a lot of yardage. I don't know. I, who knows? But like quick twitch sports quick twitch movements help golf and help in your explosiveness maybe that's led to some of it i can't imagine pickleball's bad for your hand eye coordination he's really got great hands around the green that was before he played pickleball after but i think that we get trapped in this way of looking at golf and and i think as golf uh As a golf tragic myself, I kind of fall into the trap of, uh, of loving other golf tragics and and golf is important to Cam Smith, but it's not the end of the world. And I think that probably helps him a lot is that mentality.
1: Yeah. Uh, the final round was a ride. He had five birdies on each side. Um, you know, starting with the first four, four and the first four, uh, and then the bogey train in the middle. I, I'd say the last three were sort of emblematic of that ride. You know, the 16, the snap hook, like snap hook uh, into the forest. Got lucky? Fairly lucky? I don't know. Can I, can I ask you a
0: question real quick yeah. about 16? Yeah. Is Cam Smith the most relatable superstar? I think he is getting into that bucket of superstars or star. We're Not a superstar. Star <laughs> golfer out there. For, for the general public?
1: In, in terms because, of just lifestyle, like he, personality. He hit some horrible shots. He hit some horrible <laughs> shots. He hit some bad shots. Like, all week, so, we got
0: a lot of them on Friday like, or Saturday. He had a lot of bad shots. Like, just lots of bad golf shots. You know, indefensively bad. The one on
1: 18 was, like, as bad a hook as that <laughs> one that everybody watched on 16. The one on 18, I think it was the second round. I, it, I was... Closer to the other side of the pond than it was, you know, the 18th hole side where that landed. So he hit some bad shots. But, of course, like, I I don't think there's anyone in golf that I feel more comfortable over any kind of putt, long, short or otherwise, than Cam Smith. And I know that's a recency bias right now because he just won. But I, I think I probably would have said that, you know, the middle of last summer. Uh, and this is pure... I'm not using strokes gained putting to make this analysis or anything like that. But, and I'm sure there's recency bias, as I said, but you know, he, he hits the relatable hook, I guess, but very unrelatably is like, he makes everything. I think I saw Dan Rappaport <clears throat> asked his is like, do you, like when he's on a heater, like he was putting today, like, do you, do you just stay away? He goes, uh, the caddy said, I stay away from 60 yards and in. All the time, basically. And we saw that on 18 play out. So his last three are emblematic of this roller coaster, right? The hard hook scrambles to make his five on, on a, you know, a birdie hole. One of the easier holes on the course. 17. I mean, I thought that was in the water, right? The tracer there, which you would say is just a lie. I was like, oh, man, he's, he's toast. He's in the water. We should redesign aggressive. 17. Didn't deliver today.
0: Needs, to, needs to
1: redesigning. Anerbon had a great shot there. We'll get to him. Commendations to Annerbon. But 17, he admitted. Whatever. He pushed it right of right of his line. He was trying to go over the bunker, though. So props to him. The anti-Paul Casey. He was at least aiming at to go over the bunker. He went right of that, but but at least props to him on that. And then 18, you know, he punches out into the water, which I just heard Brandle as we started recording. Was comparing it had he lost to John Vandeville Oh my god! And Phil at Wingfoot. I was like, ah, I don't know about that. I mean, I think like I wanted Lahiri just got more to
0: make. I wanted Lahiri to make the putt just just because of like the idea of like everybody saying, oh, he should just play for bogey. What do you mean on eighteen? Lahiri, yeah, Lahiri could have birdied. Yeah, yeah, he he could have birdied six or seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. Like you couldn't play for bogey there. That's right. the thing you needed to try and make par. <laughs> That's why he didn't hit like seven iron off the tee. Right. Uh,
1: do you want to say anything about seventeen? I mean, it delivered. We could we can talk about
0: and... it a little bit. Um, okay. The one thing I wanted to point out: Cam Smith was just a fledgling top twenty-eight player until a very important moment in his life. What's that? Came on the shotgun start podcast. Since that moment, we're not doing He's, that. he's only no. he's only missed one cut since that ten minutes. Since minute we shot. bothered
1: him with questions of, what's your favorite fruit? I saw our friend Bud Martin uh, <laughs> prominently on TV today with Jay, while they were waiting for Cam Smith, uh, he was moseying around there. It looked a little happier than when he was on the Zoom with us two idiots. But uh, yeah, uh, that's good. Yeah, he, where is he now? You said six. I Something think he's like up that. to six, yeah. I think that's I don't know. I, I don't I know I if he'll ever be like a superstar like what you were alleging to, but I think that's probably by choice. He's not gonna
0: I, I thought it was I think he's a star. I think Yeah,
1: I, absolutely he's I a think star he's golfer, a fir- but I don't think he cares to be a superstar personality. I thought it was endearing uh the way he started he choked up. I'd never expect to see that. He, and rightfully so, he hasn't seen his mom and sister in two and a half years. And and he got really emotional, couldn't really speak through it on two occasions—the trophy ceremony and after. Uh, So I thought that was like the most you'll see from Cam Smith, aside from him calling Reed. uh, What do you say? What do you call Pat Reed at the Presidents' Cup? He cheated, yeah. Or he straight up should like he should be penalized. And then Smith was the one who got threatened or something like that. So, but you don't hear a lot from Cam Smith. He just sort of moves under the radar, but.
0: I think you could look at that President's Cup as a big moment for Cam Smith, too. He played really well in that. Yeah. And, and since that, it's been a big springboard uh, for his career. And obviously, he's going to be one of the headliners. And who would have thought, I think, you know, with Jason Day, if you three, four years ago, you got Jason Day, Leishman, Adam Scott, that we'd be talking about Cam Smith as as the major favorite going into – the masters uh in twenty twenty two that would rossy yeah right yeah. I, I mean I think he's gonna be the way he's played there uh the course fit obviously it's it's um in some ways sawgrass and and there's some interesting parallels with with the miss green stuff like I think short game's really important and overlooked um yeah. but obviously it's a huge iron play place, and I think Sawgrass like cam Smith winning at Sawgrass is surprising because he can hit those big misses. Um, and and that can lead to some some big penalties at Sawgrass, mm. and I think he got away with got away with one on sixteen for sure. Making
1: well, <laughs> let's talk about sixteen. I mean, he admits I'm I'm running some conspiracy theories. He admits after the round that he's very close, good mates with Jeff Plotts, the head superintendent. Yeah, right. Because they're mm-hmm. fishing mates, they fish to, all the time together. I mean, and. You know Paul Casey, you know reputed Saudi sympathist, and you know you got Cam Smith who's in with the agron- agronomist and superintendent. Was it more than a coincidence that Paul Casey's ball went right into a pitch mark and jammed him? I, I'm wondering. I'd, I'd say is he in the, cahoots with plots?
0: I think that's just karma
1: for Paul Casey. You know, I'll get yeah. Let's 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 get to Paul Casey You're in the crosshairs. All
0: right, all, Paul but. Casey. At this point, I'm I'm done. I'm done. What do you mean you're done? I, I'm done. There's no there's no talking about. Could this be the moment? It's so it's it's not. It's not we happening. Had, had, it's, yeah, there's a lot of Paul Casey fans, but the uh, it, there's no more like. The, could this be his, you know emphatic moment of his career? It's not happening. It's uh. The guy doesn't win golf tournaments. He doesn't go out doesn't, and win. No, no. And today was really emblematic of that on the back nine and he particularly the so way soft. he played
1: you know 12 17 right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. he made the birdie on 12, but like that doesn't excuse like the he they added like he added a bit of stress, like right? He had mm-hmm. whatever, a 15-footer to make it. But he was laid back more than anyone on the entire day. 17, I mean, there's only so many chances you got left. There's two holes. And and I get like... And he played
0: after Smith.
1: Right. (laughs) Right. Right. And my big beef was with 16. 16. Uh, You go in the pitch mark. That's bullshit. It's a terrible break. I'm so sorry that you had to endure it. But you got to play. You got to play. He gave up. He let go of the rope. Yes. You got to play. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other examples. Like... Tiger, when he made that eleven or whatever it was on twelve at Augusta, right, and they birdies it. Like you just and they wasn't even contending at that point. You can't. I get the punch. She punches out of the pitch mark and just kind of scoots one up the fairway. But he hit an awful wedge shot. I mean, he hit a terrible wedge shot and, and spun it off down into. Was that a catch basin? Would you call that oh, a yeah. catch basin there front right? <laughs> um, uh, he spun it I'm off. I was going to bring it up. <laughs> Oh, there you go. <laughs> Popped into my head. You got to play. It's a horrible, horrible break, but you got to. Yeah, sack he was, up and he was play. just
0: show, showing so much emotion about it. You know, yes. throwing his hands up. It's a, you could tell it irritated him. But here's the thing: <clears throat> for all those that are saying, "Oh, he got a bad break. He got a bad break. He got some good breaks too,"
1: you know, there he were, was on the right it, side of the wave, right? I mean, yeah, he, he was, was on the right side
0: wave. of the ra- wave. There, there were good breaks that were had for Paul Casey before that and here's the thing he's a guy that racks up a lot of top 15s lots of them yeah always seems to be in the mix for top 15s at majors and he's a guy that doesn't win much or really threatened to win and th- and today i'd say he was a threat but i don't think he really threatened to win
1: i the only way i saw him winning was like I mean, just if everyone Cam car Smith, crashing yeah. ahead of him. Uh, to- everybody just totally backs up, and he uh, scoots his way in.
0: But well, it was like a couple years ago when he won uh Valspar.
1: Well, Tiger, and
0: when when he shot like when he was out two hours ahead of everybody, and buried yeah. the I think he buried the last six holes. You know, like right. there's ways that Paul Casey wins. And, and this this wasn't going to be one of them um, unless everybody fucked up. Yep. Do we have anything? <laughs> I'm sure Do he made end? a lot of money. I was really pulling p- for Lahiri to finish second. I, I didn't want a Paul Casey runner-up. So, yeah, yeah he yeah. did make a ton of money finishing third. It's set, Um, you know.
1: Do you have anything on? Um, anything more on Cam Smith? I, I feel like, you know, everybody. every time somebody wins like this, it's like, floodgates. Does this mean he'll win a major? Is, I mean, he's going to be a President's Cup stalwart for probably a while. But like do, is there any other grand pronouncements we could make about Cam Smith based off today?
0: Listen, I I think um you know Joseph Lemania did a piece on on Cam Smith and Yeah. Uh for the fried egg, and he talked about, you know, at the time and I I haven't checked the numbers to see if this backs up, but you know, he picked up a lot of speed in the recent and and he's developed speed which has made him an elite player. You know, he's all of a sudden able to carry bunkers and get shorter approaches, which his strong suit is that wedge play and the the short iron play. Um, and he's all of a sudden in that wheelhouse way more because of this distance. And I think, I think with Cam Smith, it just it's the thing we talk about every once in a while. Who's the best player at 23? Cam Smith might have been one of the best players at 23. He didn't really put a lot of work in for a couple of years you know yeah. uh yeah. actually 21 i think was when he had the wa- uh, when he had the chambers bay chambers. he didn't put a ton of work in but who's the best player at 23 at 25 doesn't mean you're going to be the best player at 28 and for cam smith i think like here he's at 28 he's probably had a lot of fun uh a lot of gotten a lot lived a lot of life in the meantime and i think yep. that's a good thing like i, I don't not everybody needs to be who they're going to be at age 22, right? And sure. I think that's something that we're coming to expect now with these young superstars that come out and are guns a-blazing at 22, 23 years old. But there are uber-talented people that just aren't necessarily ready to be great at that age. And I think we're getting to the point where Cam Smith is becoming this you know, relevant factor and, and a killer because he's got like that closing mentality you look at Victor Hovland his round today and and I kind of think he was the guy that could chase down cam Smith he didn't get up and down on eleven mm-hmm. he did, made bogey on on twelve from just off the green that was a disaster you know yep. doesn't it doesn't get up and down on fifteen doesn't get up and down on sixteen and that right good. there and then he rinsed it on eighteen and it's yeah. like That's the difference. Like, you know, Cam Smith made the pars. Like, he did not play good golf in a lot of sections of the round today, and in particular the middle of the back nine, he was not playing well. He was hitting bad shots, but he kept grinding out those pars. He made those hard pars that kept the momentum going. And I think that's the thing with Cam Smith is that if he's in the mix, he just doesn't make bogeys very often because of that short game in the putting. So it just that's why he's going to close stuff out. And he's a top 6 player in the world now. The the results speak for themselves. And I really I don't think he's going to be a great he's not a great pick at, at every golf course, but the golf courses where a lot of skills are 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 widely, you know, kind of valued, that's going to be a place that he thrives at. You know, where driving distance and accuracy isn't like the top top thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's where you're going to see Cam Smith thrive. And I think that's the thing with with Sawgrass, really, in my mind, that I'm starting to kind of come around on for the tournament in general is that we have majors, a lot of majors. You know, like the PGA and the U.S. Open kind of favor the same thing. And, and you know, we see shot making at, at the Open Championship. But Sawgrass is kind of an equitable place, you know, where yeah. a lot of skills, there's a lot of ways to get it around there. And I think yep. that's the neat thing about the championship here.
1: Yep. Uh, and you talked about those places where skill and, and maybe accuracy is not paramount. I I mean, there's gonna be, this is not an hard. It's an easy thing to say. He should do well at the Masters. You talked about his chipping and putting. I mean, I don't know if you win two big events like that in a span of like 30 days, but he's what, gone T5, T2, and T10 at the Masters in three of the last four years. By the way, hasn't really done anything else at any of the other majors, but has top 10s in three of the last four years at the uh, Masters. Doesn't do much at the Opens or, or the PGA. Um, but I f- would it be surprised to see him in the top five again at the Masters. Probably not, given his chipping and putting that you talked about and work around the greens. So, well, it like um,
0: it, The uh, the skill of just not making bogeys is a really yeah, great, great sure. thing. You know, sure. and so is Cam Smith. Like I don't think Cam Smith's one of those guys that's like a penciled in favorite everywhere, sure. but when the situation's right, he makes a lot of sense. And and I I feel like I mentioned him before the and the preview pod about a good being a good have. good fit here. But he um, have. but yeah, he he. I think when in terms of you got to talk about him as like not a first page superstar, but I think he's, like, the guy that's, like, on the All-Star all-star game bench in the NBA or, you know.
1: Yep. Yep. Um, all right. And you know what? I've heard he has great hair, Cam Smith. They talk a lot about his hair, his mullet, his mustache. But this is where a good he segue. to get rid of that hair. No, it's a terrible. It's a terrible fucking segue. Where he need to abscond, get rid of that hair, he would go to Meridian. MeridianGrooming.com. It's the official. I think you can go above the belt if you're cam, I suppose. But for our purposes, it's the Below the Belt trimmer. Uh, Body hair trimmer. Body. It's everything. And this is what they tell me. Below the belt trimmer tends to be a taboo topic that people avoid these days. I got to tell you, I probably would. It would be taboo. If I'm at a dinner party, I went to a party on Saturday night, St. Patrick's get together. We weren't talking about Below the Belt trimmers. But I am here on my podcast that a lot of those people at the party may have been listening to. Meridian though is breaking the stigma and helping guys take better care of their bodies. It's the trimmer designed for down there. Uh, it can be used anywhere though on your body. So Cam Smith's mustache his mullet. I mean, I don't. I think you want to make sure you're going in the right order there. If you're going up top, you know all that. You don't want to. You don't want to go out of order with that yeah. stuff. Um, top
0: top down because then yeah, the hair falls yeah. down. Gravity yeah, works yeah. too.
1: Yeah, it's got the anti-nick shaving guard. It's waterproof. It has adjustable adjustable guide combs, so I, I assume you can manage different lengths there. Uh, it's easy to clean. It's cordless. You get 90 minutes of charge. And then when you use the promo code Egg, all caps, Egg, you get a uh, free pair of boxer briefs. Again, the URL comfy is Meridian Grooming. Briefs. They are comfy. They are comfy. I put them in play for the first time in the past week. Comfy boxer briefs meridiangrooming.com is the URL. They've been for listeners first. They were listeners to the podcast first. They're like, these are the kind of idiots who want to make do this ad read. If this is a taboo topic that you don't want to talk about or address, but you maybe want to explore,
0: <laughs> you, we're now making you aware well, you want to you want to address it. You don't want to talk right, about it. Right, address out loud. Yes, that's <laughs> what I meant.
1: We're Not now raising <laughs> awareness, and you can go to meridiangrooming.com and use the promo code FRIDAG to get a free pair of boxers when you order the whole kit. I would recommend the whole kit. Dob yeah. kit, the nails, you can get a, you know, the cuticle this kit, is, all this that This is stuff.
0: a place that you want to invest in. You want to invest in a quality product, you know?
1: Yeah. Yep. Again, the URL is meridiangrooming.com. All right. Let's continue on. We've done Camp Smith. We've uh, put buried Paul Casey for the umpteenth time. Uh, what about Annerbon? Annerbon? Do you have any An- 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 reaction? uh I, like i mean i just got to give him commendations the guy's been terrible 300th in the world can't hit the broadside of a barn i was told what was the cliche put a little weight put a little tape
0: yeah yeah he got that? i got a big equipment tip that he <laughs> adds some weight to his irons and figure some stuff out is that breaking but, did you get hey, that exclusive listen like i it's what you say like you know People from different walks of life in in, in different places, not just white yeah. men. You know, like yeah. our final pairing was, was Lahiri, yeah. Munoz from Colombia, Lahiri yeah. from India, and Asian American Doug Kim. You know, yeah. like that. Was that's, good. It's wonderful. Like that. That. And
1: we talk about Pat Casey or Paul Casey. Who's Pat. Pat? Paul Casey. Maybe we can call
0: him Pat Casey. <laughs> Feels like a Pat. <laughs>
1: He also was a Paul. He's a cut-and-dry Paul, too. Um, I mean, he was the opposite of that. I kept waiting for Honor Bond to just tumble out off the stratosphere. He stuck and, around. But he was like 17 complete stones. I mean, 18... I was impressed with the chip. He gave it a real run. I know it was a little short, but like that wasn't like. Did you
0: like that Dan Hicks got the pressure in before facing yeah. her? <laughs> Stonewalled them. Didn't give he him. Quick locked
1: him on the pressure. Yeah, he did. Do you
0: think? Do you think the the bedtime routine is a uh, is a reaction to knowing people are onto his pressure stick?
1: The, there was so much talk about the bedtime. But when he went to sleep last night, when he went, like, the pillow got, you know, the pillow had to take a back seat, but a lot of sleep talk, unbelievable, talking about how Anurban would be happy to go to sleep tonight with that that second place. Anyways, uh, uh, full commendations, I mean- you just gotta shout him out. I think, like, I thought the, I thought we were a little overplaying the grow the game stuff, like, people were like, this is gonna be Saeri Pak um, in Korea, like, yeah, there's a billion four people in India. And apparently, like less than a hundred thousand play golf. This would have been a big moment for them, but it's also the players, right? And I thought it was—you know—what was interesting actually was him Lahiri talking himself about how they have the every shot live thing. It's like because basically they can never—they have me. it, they yeah. have it. We yeah, don't. People at- <laughs> But basically, He was like, you know, I play in a tournament and I'm never on. They can't find it. Whereas every shot live really matters. They can basically track me on a featured stream in India. He said that was a massive deal. So I do think it was, it did have a big, you know, it penetrated the greater populace in India. I don't know that a win would have been like savory Pak. I think like the Olympics, it's the players, right? An Olympic gold medal would have been something. It's the players, it's a big deal. I, I think we were just... It's like an easy talking point to throw that out there, that he was just going to all of a sudden be growing the game in a massive way. Um, but commendation to Honorbon. Like, big time. I, that's written for him. He was the second best option, in my opinion. Uh, you know, there weren't a lot of great ones, but he was the second best after Cam Smith, you know, in terms of story and someone you'd like to see uh, win.
0: Um, Listen, too, like, it's a huge deal for a guy like him because effectively i mean you look at his, the start to his year it hasn't been a great year but now he's got his tour card locked up you know yes yeah. he's he's a lot in of points a lot of cash next year yeah yep. and that's and good. this is a big big deal so like i think that's that's something in in a big time field it, it huge huge week for him obviously and i think he's a likable guy just in general he seems like a likable guy so Did,
1: did Keegan do anything for you? Were you sweating that one out? I mean,
0: that guy, that guy was giving me night terror, ball. giving me night terrors. He hits it
1: so good, right? I mean, he's renowned. Terrible putter. Great, when he made the putt on 12, I think it was 12, right? Where he, yeah, I think he chipped, almost drove the green, chipped it on. I was like, I thought we could be in for something.
0: It was scary. There was, that was what I was talking about. Those were the dark times. You know, I uh, there's a handful of stuff. Cam Smith got on the bogey train. <laughs> he had broke. He bogeyed seven, eight, nine, and uh, at that point, it was really scary, really, yep. really scary. I mean, Cam Smith made ten birdies.
1: Right, five on each side. It's insane. It's incredible <laughs> stuff. Um, Keegan was a threat. Do we want to talk about the burger drop at seven, uh, 16? This was uh, this. Was How about Jolie
0: of- D being in the me- middle of another one?
1: This was like the late spice we needed. Again, like I said, it got a little. Jolie D. There. Jolie it's D. Monday. Must have
0: binoculars out. He's really got his eyes. I I appreciate it. This is, comes from a place of love. He's he's the policeman. He's like the neighborhood watch of the PGA Tour.
1: That was great, and people got it on every shot live. They got the video. They put it out there. It was awkward. Berger made it quite awkward. Berger pressed his case pretty hard. You've got the Gary Young, the, the chief referee there, who's like, I mean, I don't know, guys. Can we figure out a compromise here? It was adding spice. Hov- Hov- I'm
0: not okay with that.
1: Yeah. I mean, was that was a pretty, pretty declarative. Good. You know, He wasn't hemming and hawing there. And Hovlin was the only one that talked after the round. I know Lavner got Berger to say, like, uh, got him, you know, good big ups to Lavner, said something. Berger said something like, it was the right decision, sort of acquiesced to it. Uh, but, Hovland, Damon did not speak to the media. Hovland talks to the press. He goes like, look, those aren't fun conversations you have to have. Like, I don't want to have that conversation, but I feel like I have to protect the field. And, uh, I called it the reverse Wittenberg. I mean, it was, it. it's not something he wants to do, and I think he didn't play very well. He played like shit after that. You know, he hit in the water on 18, and, and maybe that got to him. But, you know, Burger was throwing a, a a fit about it. He was not going down easy, so that that added a little bit of spice. I I thought they were pretty clearly in the right. I think that tailed off pretty early. Burger yeah. claimed it crossed at the green, and I, I I I know there wasn't a clear angle, but watching it live, they had well, it listen, from like seventeen. I'm just gonna
0: I'm just gonna say this too. You can't use shot tracer as your your um no your evidence. It's that's, that's the most unreliable it's literally a line <laughs> it's not actually accurate there's shot tracer errors all the time it's not that is not a uh, it's got to be done with your eyes <clears throat> but, you gotta pass I mean, the eye test yeah and, and
1: Berger's a red ass i mean he's a, he's probably a little intimidating right i mean he he does he seems like kind of grumpy I, I don't mind him i like him and i like watching him play but he seems like someone you wouldn't want to end up having a confrontation with on anything, uh, on the course. And, and big ups to Hovland, uh, honestly, uh, for kind of standing in there. And Jolie D, of course, is an expert at this now, with, with multiple run-ins
0: about where it should cross.
1: Um, what else? What are the other other odds and Doug ends Gim, on the Monday? Duck Gims,
0: just the TPC Sawgrass assassin for fifty-four holes. Fifty-four. Yeah right he played I mean, better he this last... year though next year he's gonna win if he keeps this kind of improvement up what did he go Round from or...
1: 78 to 72
0: this year yeah
1: i mean he was in the last group and and you know kind of they they nuked him off the coverage pretty early which was unfortunate um uh, any other players you want to talk about from from monday was kind of slow let's get to the weekend. Uh, should they redesign 17? Do you want to uh, talk the, about that? The conditions that? on Saturday. Could I ask you about something yourself? It's just yeah. off the wall, a uh, 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 random topic. <clears throat> where, do you, what, where, where do you come down on 14? I, I think it's like... this great hole. Kind of an ass kicker, right? Yeah. I mean, this guys...
0: Well, is I, it, you got to... The thing about 14 that I think is great is that everybody gets scared of left off the tee. And then when you miss right into the moguls, it's awful. It's like right, a, which a terrible. Op-
1: or Casey and Smith both do. Yeah,
0: it's a terrible yeah. place. Like obviously, it's not as bad as the water, right. but what happens is that people get so scared they put it over there when there is like a a a, a fairly good amount of space there. That's that's a, a really good deception a, example of like deception where <laughs> when they talk about it at uh, with Pete Dye where. Mm-hmm. It looks really narrow, but in actuality, it's a lot wider than it appears. And what happens because of the way it looks, people get scared of left and they blast it right, and and then they end up in those hills. I wasn't Bryson last year just hitting it as far right as he could, if I remember yes. correctly. Yes,
1: he was just shooting it up that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's presumably trying to clear the moguls. I just everything it, opens up narrow? from the left too.
0: Is no, I don't narrow,
1: think so. Too windy. Okay. All right. I, I like watching. They gotta go hit a like golf shot. Those guys get their ass kicked though. Every year. Like every year.
0: I think that's the neat thing. Of, that finish is so good. I was thinking about this. It's like, in, in a lot of places, it would have been kind of a sleepy finish because Gam Smith kind of opened it up after after fifteen. You know, it felt like oh, this is kind of over, right? Right. But like, it never feels that way. At Sawgrass, because of 17. 16, 17, and eighteen, especially with the with the skeletons in the closet for Smith on eighteen, yeah. with the, some of those tee shots. Uh, so that that's all like these majors are for TV. Like why Augusta is so popular is because of the back nine. You know why yeah. the Masters rose is because of the magic of the back nine. Which has a similar thing where you get these like runs. The thing that Augusta's the runs come a little earlier and then it's kind of hold on for your, your seat. But that run comes early where you can where you can get those those birdies. And what happens is people vault ahead and it's like, oh, so and so could win. But what they finish at is never like good because the leaders haven't gotten to those scoring holes. Right. Yep. So with with the TPC Sawgrass, the end is always like there's a, there is a massive opportunity for you to just blow up your scorecard, right? On 17 and 18, we saw Hatton do it. Double he finished double and then bogey. I think him making bogey on 18 Scott after he doubled 17 was yeah. the most predictable thing that happened this weekend. Was like him being pissed off and yeah, uh, of carrying course. over to 18 and falling like another shutdown.
1: Just folding like a cheap suit after getting a bad break that too was the most predictable thing ever um
0: but but that's speaking of that's the cool thing right is that it's never you don't feel like it's over even though it's like a lead that would feel like it's over almost everywhere else
1: yep all right so losing shots on 17 it never feels like it's over there it didn't feel like it today i mean cam smith ball's in the air i'm thinking he's gonna miss right and it's in the water. This was the big theme Saturday night. We did it. We did an Instagram live Sunday just because of the goofy schedule and figured we'd save the podcast discussion for later, you know, once the whole tournament was wrapped. So the winds are blowing what? 40, 45. It's cold. There's it have
0: not four, It wasn't blowing. For, it was gusting, gusting. gusting.
1: That's gusting. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, sustained was, at 30. Gusting 40. It wasn't
0: sustained. I mean, it was. Right? Saturday? I feel like it was like 25 with gusts.
1: Oh, now you're trying. Okay. All right. Either way, I mean, 18 was close to a three-shot hole. Guys hammering. Justin Thomas hammering five wood to try to get home. 17, we open up. Scheffler hits a 7-iron into the water. X is Xander's lawn on one bounce. Brooksy's miles short. Colin Morikawa is, you know, 20 yards short. They're hitting 6 and 7 irons into 17. Billy Boy, just a great uh, interaction. WD with a sinus infection. hope Billy Boy gets better. Uh, But Saturday, you know, that's over the green fooch. He hit a 7-iron. Splashes. is knew it. His caddy's fooch. I knew it. I told you I flight it better than anyone else. Getting howling at his caddy for, you know, well, trying you to know, I gotta th- give hit Billy Boy I gotta
0: give Billy some credit because the next time around, he hit a beautiful flighted shot right to the middle of the green. Beautiful. All
1: right, All right. so there you go. We'll give Billy <laughs> Boy some credit. Brando's tweeting that it's unplayable and the hole should be shut down. Maybe the round should be shut down. You had Michael Thompson, you had Brendan Steele and somebody else I can't identify. Honestly much closer to Todd Island. Much closer. Because I Patton, know his General shank. Patton. That was Sunday. That was that was just a pure shank. That has not a win. That wasn't the wind <laughs> Sort of playing games with people. That was just a straight shank. Um, so it was. I mean, it was a delight to watch. I said on the Instagram live like. Saturday, they just focus on 17, usually because it's 17, and maybe it's not interesting. Well, it's like They'll we
0: got like, we got Rory, it, it, when anybody today, could win this tournament, we just yeah, got piped into Rory I hitting know. a shot on 17. It's like, what, what's going on? I know. Why? You literally ha- can't show everybody that's in the mix, and you're going to Rory playing 17. So, like, that's the treatment. It, get, it gets that <clears throat> exponentially on on Saturday.
1: Uh Conor Lynch did some quick numbers from Saturday. 21 players that needed to start or finish 17 in their first round. So that was late Saturday. He said the 21 were 23 over. Nine in the water. One with the drop in the water. So just big, big numbers. Uh, 18 was just as difficult. It was a fantastic watch. It felt like the one day where you really drilled down on 17. Did it wipe out half the field? Not entirely. Not kind entirely. Of. It gave a big advantage to those that were not in that part of the field. But well, this is what happens. This is the luck of the draw. This right. is
0: part of playing an outdoor sport. Like, wanna... this is this is part of passing statistics. If you play outdoors in a cold city, like you're you're right. not going to have as good of statistics as Drew Brees playing in a dome in New Orleans. Like over the course of your career, this is part of sports. This happens almost everywhere, and. To think, like, the player is getting... A, it's it's just the way it is. Some, day, some weeks, you get the lucky side of the draw. Other weeks, you don't. And and that's the way it is. And and I don't... I, I think that the claims that it should... It's just absolutely ridiculous. Kisner said what are you loss call, of integrity. Kisner said loss do, of integrity of the championship. And that's too bad. Maybe Kisner probably, Kisner probably played well enough to win the tournament. You know, that he effectively came up three shots short, which was the exact amount... That, uh, that the, was, the I think, the scoring differential, differential yeah, it was between three. the yeah. two waves. Yeah. So he probably played well enough to win this week, but he just got a bad break. Paul Casey could go, I oh, got a bad break. Well, you were on the right side of the draw. You yeah. know, um, this is the thing, right, with, with, yeah. with sports right. and outdoor sports is sometimes you get bad breaks.
1: And there were some people trying to suggest this, like, gotcha, like, look at this terrible leaderboard we have. Because, you know, you guys loved watching that Saturday. And now you got to stick with it on Sunday because you get Munoz and all these, like, you know, it it was like a a Palm Springs leaderboard, kind of. And it's like, well, I mean, that sometimes happens. Sometimes you get get the, you know, interesting watch where you have to actually hit golf shots. And maybe it's, you know, inequitable for a draw. But it's the better product in the end. We're going to watch March Madness this week, right? And maybe... We'll get a shitty Final Four game because whoever, George Mason, Loyola, some other, but like, it's also about the process, the product, the path, you know, the the path path we travel along the way. And like, I'm not, if we're going to trade off some manufactured leaderboard that has the top 10 players in the world and it's all just like, and it's manufactured to get that by Sunday, I don't want to make that trade. So I was okay with having an underwhelming. Here's you know, the other thing. Final four game like we had on maybe Sunday or Monday uh, for the what we got Saturday. I, I'm here's, not going to trade it off.
0: Here's the other thing. It might have given you a lens into the world if the tour didn't play in a, in effectively a dome, like with standardized settings every week. This is the way the bunker sand has to be identical. The, right. the green speeds have to be identical. The fairway, like that everything they try and do on tour is to standardize it. And the top 10 in the world are the best players at playing the standardized test for the most part. This gave us a lens into like who play different. There is really interesting with the bad weather, like shorter hitters kind of flight it a little bit lower because they, they have to, to get a little bit more roll out of stuff. Like, they hit more long irons into greens, and, and players were hitting longer clubs into greens because of how strong the wind was. So, you know, they handled it. Kevin Kisner hits a draw. There aren't a lot of guys on tour that hit draws. They hit. They all hit the same optimized knuckle cut, and Kisner hits a draw. Is it a surprise that he played really well in, in a strong wind with a draw? No, draws work better in the wind. Justin Thomas showcased why he is probably the best shot maker on the PGA tour. He's got the most shots in his bag. And that's something that I will take away from this championship. Even though Justin Thomas didn't finish in the top. I don't know where he finished the top 20 or He's so uh, to, yeah. 20, 33rd He put on together one of the most memorable displays of ball striking that we'll probably ever see in this era because it's so rare that we have to see players hit shots that he hit which were, which was just utterly incredible. It was, you know, the huge fade on 4 into that hard right to left crosswind. It was the knockdown 6 iron on 17. It was the knockdown 3 wood on 18. Five like the, was, just I or think five, it was five whatever it was. From yeah. 206 hitting right. shots that we just don't usually see and we saw a lot of players too fray, afraid to even attempt that they didn't even have that shot. Yeah, and he was trotting other. it out on yeah. Saturday at the players. Like, that is what I'll remember probably most from this whole tournament. No offense to Cam Smith, but that is probably what will be my lasting memory from the tournament is that Saturday. And that's the same way a lot of NCAA tournaments go, is you remember that run. Right. that that right. You know, they might not end up winning. George Mason. Yeah. Loyola. But you remember their run through the tournament and – Or a singular upset, you know, even that
1: too. I mean, so here's here's JT Saturday night. It's not really a swing rhythm because you're just not really making that many swings. It's just a lot of shots. So swing versus shots. A lot of choking up, very very narrow open stance, slicing against the wind, drawing it against the wind, pitching wedges from I don't know. I hit two pitching wedges, 185 yards today, and I hit a five wood, 193 yards. You know, we could rattle off a million quotes from guys like that. I hit two pitching wedges, 185, a 5-wood, 193. That was the one into 18. It was some of the most bizarre conditions I've played in. So, yeah, is it replicable every week? Is is that a thing that we're going to see often? No, but when we got it, it was amazing to see these guys actually have to play it. Do you wish, like, everyone had had to play on Saturday? Yes, that would have been the ideal scenario. Like, that's where this sort of... I don't know that where this became unfortunate, but again, that's sort of how golf works. You get bad breaks, you get good breaks, and I think overall, like you said, that's what will take away from it. If you want me to reel off, I could talk about later, you know, Bubba hit a five iron, one fifty six into eighteen. Rory hits a seven iron, one eighty five. He said it pitched at one twenty three on seventeen. Um, Dustin said it was the first three iron he had ended a par four that he could recall since Monterey, the twelfth hole at Monterey, because he remembered. He knows because he could remember because he almost never does it. Uh, Keegan Bradley hit a nine iron from 95 yards, and then a couple holes later, he hit a nine iron from 208. There's just like on and on and on that that we could you know, and it's just <clears throat> like like JT said, it's not swings, it's shots, and and occasionally that's what you want to see. I mean. um, I think it was Bradley talked about having to hit a shot window, right? And that like fit a window. And that's just something different that we're not used to seeing every week. So uh, all in all, like if that meant we got a shittier leaderboard comes Monday night, so be it. Uh, I thought it turned out fine. We got the right, we got a good winner. Uh, and and, and listen, what we'll remember Satur- along the way is Saturday.
0: Saturday's the premier day. That's the, the, the day that everybody wants fireworks. And we got fireworks. I mean, right. it was right. scintillating. Right. And and that's the thing.
1: That's, I mean, Jay, uh, Xander. My favorite was Xander going from T nine to ninety in two holes with the. What was it, it exposed the qu- some guys. Eight. Yeah, yeah. I I it remember wasn't just wind. I mean, there were tops out of the rough. I mean, JT punched across into eighteen into the water. Like uh, there, it was this a is lot of different. Same, but this is the ups.
0: same thing that happened at the PGA. You know, you for the, a couple of days, Kiowa. like it was really blowing at right. Kiowa, and all of a sudden. Shot makers came out, and and right. that was one of the big things with Phil. Phil was moving the ball, and he was working it against winds, and and it was he would really put on a display of like, hey, I've got a deep bag, you know, right? You right. you come you, like, and that's why he won there, right? Right. And this week, obviously, not everybody had to play in it, but that's the way golf works. And here's the thing: like, Cam Smith didn't do it with like. Beautiful ball strike. I mean, he lost, finished 68th in strokes gained off the tee, and he won the tournament, which is kind of amazing. Yeah, I
1: is it. I, that's that's what soccer Well,
0: produce, usually you right? get. big penalties big penalty if you
1: get missed, but you don't have to be the longest hitter, right? You don't no. have to be gaining a ton of shots with 330 yard drives. You just yeah, you shouldn't be missing the way Cam Smith. Was missing. Um, all right, seventeen. We talked about it. All the water balls. This became a hot topic. Brandel said, it should "I don't know be if it was a hot topic.
0: I don't think anybody agreed with Brandel."
1: I. It became a topic. It became a thing.
0: I don't think this even deserves that much right. conversation. I'm right. just going to put this out there. He Brandel called to redesign the 17th because. You know, average shots were well, being penalized.
1: It.
0: Yeah. Average shots were being penalized. That's the whole premise for a great short par three. And, and 17 is the most extreme example of it. Now... Like, is it a perfect golf hole? No, I don't think it is. And that's probably why island greens don't really work everywhere. But it's it's the island green of golf. Like, it's not the first one, but it's the most iconic one, okay?
1: Also, I don't think you can, like, conclude a hole should be changed or scrapped. Because of one based day. On Eight hours of play after it's been open for 40 years or whatever. Like, I know there have also been other days that have been wrecked, but, like... It was an eight-hour window. That it was a. Now is it a circus like that every year? No. Like if if it was, it just you can't make a big change. That's an overreaction.
0: The premise of a great short par three is hit it or else. And seventeen does a wonderful job, even with like today benign wind, but with that pin on the back right, right. you take it on, or it's a really, really freaking hard to put. what i loved and i love that i love i love par threes where like you have to hit the shot right or else you're gonna have a really hard time to make three and this one is like is you hit the shot if you don't hit a very good shot but you're on the green it's gonna be a tough three if you hit a bad shot it's gonna be like you have to do work to make a five
1: I mean, I used to get exhausted by this, like, because they would just like they were reducing the tournament to like this this hole and this island scenery. But I mean, it, it shined this week. It was a great week for the identity of, of the 17th hole for the tournament's identity. Quite honestly, I, I was into it. I could have watched it every time. I've really come come into it, come to embrace it. If you could change it in any way, you say it's not perfect. Is there any slight tweak you would make? I don't want to put you on the spot here, but uh, you don't want to be tinkering too much i think it's fine it's i'm not okay. a big
0: fan of a racing history i hate there you that go there you go i hate that the 12th hole is so different now i think in some cases there's there's good renovations but i i'm not going to be renovating the golf hole if anything it's lost some of its luster by getting a little bit softer of a green uh, over yeah. the years so yeah. with with Hold regards I did love, we did the little design contest on Friday Twitter. (laughs) I do love the idea. What?
1: Ton in cheek, mostly. Were there any like real, like serious (laughs) ones? No. Okay. All right.
0: I did love the straight putt. I think it won. I think that one won. But the the straight, I think it would be cool, A, to watch players walk right up to it. I think that it is opposed to a round. I think that would be better, the straight path. But how fun would it be to see guys in practice rounds practicing, trying to hit that putt, get the speed right? So then in case it's blown 40, they can pull the putt off.
1: Is there like a collar or is it just a straight firm,
0: I think you flat put the collar I think you put the collar in. I, I okay. like the collar because so. it could yeah. bounce it back and forth, but yeah. if somebody hit it too hard it could run through the
1: collar. Or it chokes it off and you're halfway across the thing and you gotta putt from the rough. Keep or you kinda go lefty,
0: you might have yeah. to hit it hit it the yeah. opposite hand.
1: Okay. I like that one. I'd love <laughs>
0: awesome. to see who attempted that shot, you know?
1: Right. My favorite thing on that was like the guys who you said weren't willing to try something different were the ones that ended up closer to Flower Island. Like just hit throwing these balls up and just getting blown off the face of the earth. Like, he, honestly,
0: close to Todd Island, whatever we call it. And Kalamurakawa Morikawa is is the best in, in a low wind situation. He is the best iron player in the in the world. But he doesn't have shots. And and this was something I Whoa. saw at at Kiowa. I sat on the seventeenth tee and saw everybody trying to hit punches. He's got that fade, and it gets eaten up in big wind. He won and the Royal
1: o- he run the open. Royal yeah, there sure. wasn't
0: windy. It was calm all week. Yeah. And that's the thing with with Morikawa is he's got the one stock shot. He's he's optimized. Like he talks about hitting different shots, and he he bite, but he was exposed on Saturday. He was, yeah,
1: he he was. I he didn't play a well. lot. A lot of guys were exposed, but yeah, he he was certainly one of them that did not. This do is, well. this is the thing, probably Xander. I,
0: I would say for people that really enjoyed Saturday, this is what golf fans have been cost with with the equipment advancements and the solid core the low spin but also the track band to optimize everything is that we have been really robbed of this type of shot making more often because if you have a spinny ball and not the best equipment out there you'd see a lot more of of those moments with with balls ballooning up and you know if you want if you want a little slice of it, go watch. You know the war on the shore stuff about seventeen at Kiowa and at the Ryder Cup and and uh, you know it, it. We just are devoid of of the shot making on a regular basis because players don't need it because the equipment's so freaking good that they they can hit the knuckle cut. Colin Morikawa can be arguably the best player in the world hitting one shot shape because of where you know equipment has has what it's rendered the game into
1: you consistently maintained before he won any majors like you were on him early the best iron player since tiger yeah still like you still agree with that it just or in in today's game in today's yeah
0: like i mean we just don't get this type of conditions that much and and you know he's the best iron player he he can hit his shot on demand but does he have all the shots no does he have a deep bag of shots no Um, And that's disappointing. That's sad. It's, it's, you know, JT in terms of like an exhibition, in terms of a skills challenge with irons would dust him. You know, if you, if you did the tiger nine shots thing, JT would mop the floor with him. But statistically speaking, Colin Moore is a better iron player. And it's just where the game's gotten to that's l- allowed this to happen. Okay. And this is not a slight of Colin Morikawa. No, he no. he's doing what he's supposed to do, optimizing his game to play the best week in week out on the PGA Tour. But when the wind cut, kicks up, it it's not as pretty, you know. And and that fade has real problems because it floats.
1: Yep. All right. Incredibly precise, but you know maybe so, there's some times where. You need to be just more feel, creative, and not as, as precise, you know, the most precise. All right. Um, <clears throat> that's it. Oh, you want to do other results? Do you have anything else on the players? I mean, we've gone here for a while. Gold Boy, we shot Gold it out. Boy, Gold Boy. has Boy to come say, back? <clears throat> we got to bring Gold Boy back. I think there was a Brentley Romine did an article. The guy from the famous group seems to not, you know, not realize what he's done. Not understand yeah, that That maybe this is a ton in cheek that everybody's having fun with Gold Boy. Uh, he's not Goldman, he's Gold Boy. I'm sorry, I know Tariko's calling him Goldman, he's Gold Boy. Uh, which I think Romine said in his article, some diehards referring to him as Gold Boy. But, uh, you know, on a more serious note, it was innocent fun. Like, not a serious note, but it was innocent fun. We had Rich Lerner, we had Brandle, thank God for Brandle. you may not agree with this 17th hole That's take. right, I, I he respect played the game with us, and he critiqued <laughs> Gold Boy's swing. He made an earnest attempt and he called him Gold Boy in his tweet. He referred to him as Gold Boy, which might be the highlight of my week. It was like Gold Boy is fighting the double cross. I was like, oh my god, it was great. And like all I'll say is, everybody's just having fun with this. I I, I suspect we heard there were some people who didn't find Dalton Ponteviter didn't find it as funny as we did, which is you know not surprising. But we appreciate Gold Boy. He came into our lives at the right moment.
0: We had so many heavy conversations.
1: A- <laughs> about sports washing and people getting their heads chopped off and guys taking blood money. It was nice to have, like, a a, a fun pinata to bat around for one week. That's not Phil. It's not depressing. He came into our lives when we needed him most. So thank you to Gold Boy, and thank you to the people
0: behind Gold Boy at the PGA Tour. <laughs> Listen, if Gold Boy didn't exist Friday and <laughs> Thursday, would have been really dire with oh, the rain delays. Yeah, yes. like, Gold boy got us through the rain Gold delays. Boy. Just in the suspense of when he was coming back. Single-handedly powered
1: golf Twitter for two days. The energy of Gold Boy. Uh, anyways, oh, about, well, go ahead.
0: I just have to point out the ridiculousness of showing Gold Boy to Tiger. <laughs> You get limited limited time with the greatest player of all time, and you're showing him Gold Boy making his putt.
1: As if Tiger, I mean, yeah, that was me. I've seen it. I know. I know more about it than any anybody, any human alive. I can speak <laughs> to it. But here, watch Gold Boy do your putt. <laughs> that was insane. And then he's laughing at it. He's like, "Pretty good putt." And I mean, again. I'm sure there was some mannerism that was superimposed on Gold Boy, that Tiger, you know, Tiger motion. But you know, I wasn't convinced that was Tiger making the putt, like I was led to believe. Anyways, <laughs> um, one other thing, just because we're popping the tour, I will shout out. Like, I it had to be an impossible week. I mean, the, the Gary Young, the Plots, those people, like the Bland actual. Cooper. The actual people who have to make this thing work and are there like twenty hours a week. Congrats, you pulled it off. It had to be a hard, hard week, but I, I, we should commend them at least. I, I know that's cliche, but you know it had to be a hard job this week. So, um, all right, that's it. Other results: uh, Nana Corst Ma- Madsen won the LPGA Thailand. This is now two days old, and uh, Pablo Larathabal won on the uh, the pecan wood, the whatever that that event down in. Uh, South Africa
0: could see but, it just fell just short one out, one out of the playoffs.
1: I had our source on the ground on the Euro tour. say it's the easiest course they've ever played on by far guys. 10, like they had like 10 guys that were 10 under after the round one, but Larrat, the ball ends up with your, uh, your leader.
0: Big <laughs> win, big win course. for Pablo.
1: Never... Uh, and, and uh, news. news Nelly Corda. Bobber about uh, Nelly Korda. Yeah. Has a blood clot. Uh, doesn't sound like she's had surgery or has to have surgery yet, but is recovering. Ask for privacy. Would be awful. I mean, as I mean, the Ana is is bearing down, and you just you know that's secondary to her health. You want her to be right, but obviously we have talked so much about Jin Yun Code Nelly, kind of season two here of that. Uh, you just hope she's okay and healthy enough.
0: I'm not quite ready to give up on uh, on redesigning seventeen. Can I just ask you an earnest question?
1: Yes. Please.
0: Have you ever once thought, God, the 15th green at T.P. Scottsdale is awesome?
1: No, of course not. No. Uh, You know, 15's a par five. It's a par five. So guys are hitting...
0: Long irons. They're
1: hitting three irons. Yeah, like, yes. Hybrids, three irons. Maybe occasional five wood from Brian Gay or somebody like that. Like so, there's 15 yards of runoff after and before. I guess I, I don't even know. I haven't looked it up. Uh, what I was told was 15 yards behind the green. I think it's an island. I think right there's a channel there in front. I believe it's an island, but you know it's a bigger island with more room and more, you know, <laughs> closely mown areas. I, I don't never thought of it as some sort of uh, template for the rest of the world. I I don't know.
0: I don't know what it's like. I can't speak to it. So here, I I really respect being on the set at Live From and trotting out. You need to redesign the 17th of Sawgrass take. I respect that. That is an audacious take to trot out. It
1: was great TV because McGinley was giving it back to him. (laughs) Good TV. It was an audacious take, like you
0: said. (laughs) Audacious I respect the hell out of bringing that tank out of pulling that out of your back. Yeah. But you got to come with something better than the (laughs) 15th hole at TPC Scottsdale. It's like, wait, what? That's what you're coming with? You want to replace one of the most iconic holes in golf? Like, if you had been like, it needs to be like the 12th hole at Augusta. Well, Which he, he like did got. Bring that up he a brought it bit, up, right? but yeah. like if you, if it if you bring that up, like you can't just bring like this like soulless, like just bland, soulless. Bland Cooper, shit, out is your example, and that's all I'm gonna say. You could have brought. There's so many great short par threes over across the country, across the world that you could have referenced. And you bring that dog shit. Oh my god!
1: I'm trying to find it on an aerial. I can't even. I mean, they all look the same. It's the desert. I'm trying to find. There's a bunker left. There's a
0: bunker right. And there's a lot of grass. Okay, so it isn't water. There's water. It's, I thought there eventually was water. you get right. there. It's not, this isn't good. And videos, then I- and then his on the re- re- review of it the next day, saying like average shots should be rewarded. That I have a huge problem with. That's that how was, you get a lot of pars. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Average. He shots did the dispersion. did a dispersion. Quote. Oh, I saw that. And like he's like, 30 30 "See this average, an average shot from a tour player." Here's the other thing. Okay, I, I, I'm sorry You're that going. this is devolving. No, let's go. <laughs> Keep it coming. What Brandel described isn't a design issue. It's a setup issue. He's like, "Oh, this harsh conditions. These harsh conditions. You know." They could have just moved the tees up if it's that big of a problem. Why didn't sure. they just move the tees to 100 yards? Make it shorter.
1: At 17 up up around the left there?
0: Yeah, why you just move the tees. Well,
1: that would I mean that yeah, kind of fundamentally changes the TV product that we're so used to seeing at the players at least, you know. Yeah, but they could
0: have done that. What he's describing right. is a setup yeah. issue. It was really hard the shot became too difficult for the conditions. So you just moved the tee up.
1: Okay. I was looking at the wrong TPC Scottsdale on the other side next to the plastic surgery. Plastic.
0: I forgot what the other the course This is the championship course. I forgot what the other course is called.
1: Uh, it's an island. It's a pure island. There's bunker yeah. right,
0: bunker left,
1: right? Yes, bunker right, bunker.
0: Oh, yeah. well, that's How really was he really about? thoughtful You could design. run it
1: up. He said you could run it on. There's no way you could run it on. That ball has to land on the green or else you're toast. It has to at least land on the front. You cannot run it on with the bunker. There's there's just no way.
0: I think I will say this. I think one thing you could do that would be really funny, would be the, we could call it the Paul Casey route. Is <laughs> if you made like a giant platform just short where players could opt to just chip it onto there and then chip it up again <laughs> like give somebody the option go chip shot chip shot
1: is it like a velcro platform like it's, yeah. it's big like no it's really big lift. it's okay. really big all right
0: so it's like a hundred yards of the lead up right yeah yeah but the, i would just worry that like somebody's shot would just like colin morcao would hit his poof fade up there and it would get blocked <laughs> back by the wind and end up there accidentally
1: tough scene for Colin more in the last half I didn't last mean to drive by
0: it. him there uh, no, JT posted JT posted I think had the highest apex I saw Tron twice Tron Tron twice. tweeted out the um, yeah the biggest defenders of the apex the people that clearly didn't know how to fight the ball down Rory was <laughs> on there
1: Oh yeah Rory was on but Poston was on there twice so all right, that does it for this Monday. I don't episode. think Morikawa's
0: is on there, and I just I don't have...
1: think so. You just further drive by Colin here at the end. All right, that I love Colin for... Morikawa. Ra- ra- I've been, I've been, been on,
0: I've been on Morikawa's, uh, you know, Meridian since the very, very beginning of time. Meridian grooming. Okay.
1: All right. Everyone, enjoy your Mondays. or i guess monday nights your tuesdays we'll be back with valspar chat thank you for waiting the extra day uh another good recording tomorrow we'll see maybe wednesday morning i I don't know we'll see all right thank you for uh your continued support of the podcast your continued indulgence of our uh, silliness and uh you know we really appreciate it we'll be back later in the week